Welcome to another episode of Chris Talks Pictures with me, Chris. Today I am joined by my very, very good friend and current lockdown Zoom Chris champion, Stephen Barrett. Thank you for having me, Chris. I worry about it. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you very much. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, Just come from work straight here. (laughs) well, looking forward to talking some Batman. So, so I'm right. I was saying about coming straight from work. Um, well, this was meant to happen two hours ago, but as you, as a phone call I got was, I've lost my phone. I've just managed to find it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a funny story. I left it in one of our transport vehicles, Oof. and um, it ended. I, it started in Dartford and ended up in Kidbrook. So really? I, yeah, I had to chase it down. But oh, yeah, that must have been terrifying. Yeah, I've um. I've had times when I've had my phone in my hand and I've gone, where's my phone? Where The panic's yeah. led you to be in a situation like that. It's, oh. like, it's like losing a limb. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is. We're so attached to these things now. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, as you said a minute ago, we are today talking about Batman and more into it, The Dark Knight. Why The Dark Knight? Why do you love it so much? I mean, the reason I love it, I do love comic book films in general. Mm-hmm. Um to be honest, I am when it comes to the films, I am more of a Marvel fan. Yeah. But in terms of the Chris Nolan trilogy with the Batman films, I think they're up there when it comes to comic book films, especially the yeah. Dark Knight. Um, and what I like about it the most is how real it's been portrayed. So, it, just for instance, with Christopher Nolan, he likes his practical effects. So pretty much everything in the film has its possibility of happening in real life. Like, for example, the, all the equipment was sourced from real life materials. Okay. Like the Batmobile is an actually is an actual military vehicle. Um, it's just painted black. Um, and yeah, a lot of his gadgets have real world practicability so yeah oh nice yeah, that's I, didn't, I didn't actually know that yeah that's um that is very interesting about it because um and again i like what you say about he likes it to be real because we were talking about it just before we started recording about the joker about heath ledger's joker mm. who obviously we're going to spend i'm sure most of the conversation on because of yeah of course he, he defined um just not judging but by a cover but yeah that we were saying that he his his role in that his arc was that he was just a psychopathic serial killer there was and that that was you. That was very stripped back, and that's very real. It's not again other comic books or other couple of stories. Sorry, where it's um all really layered or it's going to. It was very stripped back, and it was he was just a psycho that needed Batman. He um he had his nemesis, he had his adversary, and he knew what he wanted out of it. Mm. He was and they said the prison the um prison cell scene or um the interrogation scene. Sorry, uh, he was he was ahead of the curve. He knew, and I really I really did enjoy that about his um, portrayal of it and how Christopher Nolan obviously directed him to get there. Mm. So yeah, it was, um, it's very interesting how they did that. Yeah. And 
in terms of jokers as well he had a very limited amount of screen time mm. and what he did within that screen time it just blew everyone away at the time yeah um which is why i don't really think you can compare this joker to the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker because mm. even though they are both Jokers that Heath Ledger's Joker he was a supporting character whereby Joaquin Phoenix it was a Joker yeah. film so um, but yeah I mean you know you can't fault he, um, sorry Joaquin Phoenix for his performance he no. was an amazing Joker as yeah, well they, um, but I guess it's different because they both played they said they played different Jokers we had mm. to go through Obviously, Heath Ledger's Joker came straight in as the Joker. Yeah. He was established. He was known. Yeah. While um, Joaquin Phoenix one had to become the Joker, and yeah. he from everything going on. And um, there was a thing about just off subject very quickly about the um, the Joker movie yeah. is that he's in every single scene. Joaquin Phoenix, there is yeah. not a scene in that film he's not in. Exactly. While as you just said a second ago, that Heath Ledger was only in it for a specific amount of time because so the film's two and a half hours long. Yeah. He's probably in it from. He's going to be in it from under an hour at most, like yeah. or maybe just a little bit over. I, to be honest, I don't know the exact time, yeah. but it was actually under 40 minutes he was oh, wow. in the film for. Yeah. Okay, I was, yeah. I was well off there. I thought yeah. it would be a bit more than that. Yeah, yeah. You I, think to... I think it was. it's in the 30 wow. odd numbers, yeah. So you'd yeah. think him to do a... To portray a character that strongly, and he really defined this movie. And as Sanka said a minute ago, with, um, he, with him changing the, the book by its cover story, mm. and... I think probably the last guy who did that before him, funnily enough, was Michael Keaton in Batman. Yeah. Who, oh, you can't hire this guy. He's never going to do it. He's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And then, oh, wow, he's Batman. That That's Batman. Yeah. And now, again, we go through, what was it, 20 years later or something like that, 15 years later, we then go, boom, into um, Heath Ledger, the, the pretty boy of Australian, yeah. who's, he's never going to be able to do this. He's going to be absolutely terrible. Yeah. And then, look, he... He didn't just he didn't just make the role his own. He that that he made the Joker. Yeah. So until the, well, until Working Phoenix came along, mm. you couldn't think of anyone else as no. being the Joker. No, so. and I would even I would even argue now that um, he Working Phoenix hasn't replaced Heath Ledger as no, the Joker. He's no. just you could argue that he's on level with him, or maybe or they can both just go up around each other. Yeah. But yeah, Heath Ledger. I think I don't think there will ever be a Joker or a, or a performance really. Like from such an out of nowhere actor again, like well again in from yeah. that I would know of. There's probably probably other ones out there. Like, oh no, he did a really good job, they did a really good job. Yeah. But just to go from like that pretty boy actor to, to a performance like that was just outstanding. It's Yeah, I agree. It's I mental. Agree. Um yeah, because he I mean, in terms of jokers, there were some big shoes to fill because mm. you had Jack Nicholson, yeah, who was a very commendable joker. Yeah. I mean uh, especially at the time, mm. it, you know, it's a 1989 film, the, mm. the uh, Michael Keaton Batman. And uh, I I still love that film. I yeah, still love it's that a good film. film. Yeah. Um, and I, but the only difference I think about though the earlier Batmans to the uh, Christopher Nolan trilogy is that those were very cartoonish, even though, you know, they are based on comic yeah. books. Um they are sort of, you know, a lot of the villains are your mustard, uh, sorry, moustache twirling yeah. villains, you know. They just come along and cause havoc. They don't really have any motivations. No. Whereby in the uh, Christopher, Nolan, Christopher Nolan trilogy, you did have Ra's al Ghul in the first one, then you had the Joker in the second one, and then you had Bane in the third mm. one. Even though 
in the third one, Bane should have been more of the main villain. They mm. sort of passed it down to Talia Ragnarok. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they sort of had their own different motivations. And he very closely looked at the source material mm. and then drawed from that. So I think that's also why uh, they did so well as well. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, 100% is one of the main reasons why it's done so well. And another thing about these films, you say about um, the casting and stuff, you just brought them up there, of the newer films. Like, we've just, um, everyone had a reason, as you said, and it's, it's even if it's the most smallest reason, it made sense, because, like, we had, that's where the whole, one of the, probably one of the biggest seat lines of, of that of that time, of what, 2008 the film came out, so around then, of, like, just, and even now you see it with um, how many memes and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. of... Some men just want the world to burn. Yeah. So, like, what a characterization! What, a, what a um, why he did it? What, what's why? Why was the Joker doing what he was doing? And then they didn't have to go to a massive long plot or um, oh, it was this, it was that, it was this. It was yeah. he just really wanted to do it, <laughs> like, yeah. and that's and that's what I like. And then you say you go through the rest of them. It's um, Harvey Dent's character. Yeah. Why did he do it? Because he blamed. Because the Joker said, oh, "I didn't do it. Like, I just I'm just doing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm a dog in a I'm a dog chasing um, a car. If I call it, I would always do like." Yeah. These guys told me what to do. These guys said, do that. Batman forced me to do that. He forced me to do this, like, and do that. It's like, you forced me to do this. Mm. And that's so he realised that he had to, um, he was at fault for Rachel's death in his mind, in his warped mind. Yeah. And um, talking about Two-Face, again, what a change from the other two. We've only have, I've had two Two-Faces now, which yeah. was um, in film, I believe, yeah. which was um, Tommy Jones' Two-Face in Batman Forever, yeah. along with the Riddler, with Jim Carrey, yeah. and now we've had this one. Which I do find that very funny, why, um, well, not funny, but why Two-Face has had to be, a, has had a partner in both his films now. Yeah. I don't know if they don't, just don't see him as a um, main event yeah, character on his own. That is, an, that, do you know what, I never looked at it that way mm. before. That is quite an interesting mm. thought, because... Um, Two-Face is a very iconic villain in his yeah. own right. And uh, if you look at this film as a whole, mm. that he was pretty much the mirror for this film, if mm. you really think about it. Because with Batman and the Joker, they're classed as two sides yeah. of the same coin. So you've got basically the, the dark and the light. Even though he is the Dark Knight, mm. he's meant to be the yeah. hero in the sense. And Two-Face is the villain that carries around the mm. dark and light coin. Yeah. Right. And he's also, you know, the duality of being the hero when he, at the start mm. where he is considered as the white knight, yeah. which they say he is a yeah. knight in the film. And then he becomes the bad guy. Mm. And just where you uh, went, um, where you were talking about the, uh, the memes and the quotable yeah. lines, this, Batman film has so many quotable yeah. lines because it has the line where it's they say uh, you either die the hero or you live long enough to become the villain. I was literally as we were talking about the lines, my next thing was going to come up, and I um because I thought when he said that I was like, oh I know that line. I wonder where they actually got that from. Where where was that from? I'm googling it. I'm trying to find who originally said it. It's like yeah. Craig Christopher Nolan film. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. They they came up with that line, and it is yeah. it is so true. That is um this film's so quotable. It's so memorable. It's um. It's, I think now it gets, it doesn't get in the same limelight anymore, but that's because it came out so long ago and we've yeah. now we're living in a world of Endgame and yeah. Infinity War and stuff like that. Mm. And um, even just the lesser um, liked ones of like Batman vs. Man and Justice League. Mm. But this will always, this was, um, I think 
the thing to call this film, it wasn't a great like superhero film. It was, but it was also just a, a fantastic film. Yeah. Like you, ha- if you don't have to like superhero films, you don't yeah. have to like. Um, you could hate all superheroes and I like, don't like them, but you could yeah. show this to someone and be like, "Well, this ain't a superhero film. Yeah. This is just it's just a good film. A film, yeah. 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 This is the same again, the same kind of characterization yeah. as let's just say that uh, uh, Science of the Lambs, like how um, just like how Anthony Hopkins did his um, Hannibal. This is what Heath Ledger did for his Joker, and it's like you can just you just get wrapped up in his performance because yeah. obviously, like just again that that opening scene where they're um, robbing the bank and um, and you would and they were they're killing everyone off. He literally says, oh, the boss said to kill you. He's like, no, mm. I killed a driver who kills you. Yeah. Steps out of the way and boom. And you see, he's just like, it's so much char- um, so much charisma comes out of that one scene. Yeah. And then when he takes the mask off and he's just, he's licking his lips and he's just like, ah, oh. puts the grenade in the um, guy's mouth. And he just walks out, you think, oh, is he going to get And then boom, yeah. smoke. Because he's a jokester, he's a trickster. He just, he's playing yeah. around. You never know what he's going to do. Yeah. He's either going to, he's going to, um... but then another thing is he's, he has, because everyone's like, oh, he's just, he does things for fun. But you can tell he gets annoyed by things. He gets upset. Yeah. And he, you see that when he goes after the mob boss. Because yeah. when he's in the meeting, obviously after he's taken the money, he's like, yeah, well, listen to me. Who am I? This is what I'm saying. Sure, this is what I'm going through. And he, he, the joker shows the grenades and runs out. He has the grenades in his jacket. Like, yeah. Um, he's uh like he's about to sell them. Now you know the old, the old school cotton guys. Yeah, I've got the watches. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just to go on the point of uh, the villains, mm. I think what you find with um, these comic book films is that they're only really classed as a good film if there's a good villain in it. Hundred percent. Because. You know, everyone already loves the heroes, mm. right? And they're going to see the heroes. Mm. But if you notice, all the films that get the bad reviews yep. are the ones that have got the bad villains in. Um, so, you know, films like Thor, the um, the Dark World yep. gets, gets realistic, yeah. Um, and you go, like, you just sort of, if you go through it, it's always the films with the mm. great villains that get critical yeah. cocaine so yeah. you, you look at your Black Panthers you look at your end games mm. and Infinity Wars mm. it's because you know Thanos was such a complex villain you even find yourself sympathising mm. with them so, that's um, yeah 100% and you have to think like you said today, the films are critically acclaimed it's once the film comes out you never ever talk about the hero you just mm. say how great the film was and then the conversation will usually go if it's a good villain yeah. it's how good the villain is yeah. and that's that's 100% true so like literally no one even though Christopher Kristen Bell, sorry, was so good at this film. Mm. He was a fantastic um, Batman. I think he's the best Batman, to be fair, out of all of them. I, I prefer, I like his story. I like that he did change the voice because to me, that's always been my, me, Michael Keaton. Like, hi, how are you, Batman? Hi, how are you? Like, hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've always really liked that. Yeah. But that was just him. He was just, he was just like, Batman, it's fine. Yeah. We only ever talk about the film. Like, we, we talk about, and then the good and the bad, you could say about the other Batman films, like we weren't like Justice League. Yeah. We, um, Everyone comes out and just said how bad the villain was. He was CGI. He looked terrible. It was he was boring. He was dull. And we just and it's one of the main criticisms. Oh, so you're talking about Steppenwolf. Yeah, Steppenwolf. Sorry, I forgot yeah. his name for a second. Okay. And um, he um, he's the um, villain that everyone goes. Eh, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because I think originally they were going to go with Dark Side, which mm. I don't know why they didn't go there. It's just um. But I feel just just to jump on that quickly. Yeah. I feel like that was a bit rushed. The Justice they were. They um. They, yeah. they, they they they. You could see that from the very beginning how they they saw the money Marvel make and they were like, well, Warner Brothers were like, well, we've got Batman, Superman, the rest yeah. of them. Why, why are we not making yeah. billions of pounds? But and instead of just taking their time, because this, I don't know why they they could have just taken their time and then we could have been looking at the Justice League either this year or maybe even next yeah. year. Yeah. What's the yeah. difference? Yeah, they, that's the thing. They could have 
if you're going to copy their formula, yeah. why not copy it to the letter? Yeah, do it properly. I mean, you know, before the first Avengers film, uh, people like Captain America mm. and Iron Man already had two films mm. exactly. at least in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think Thor may have done as well. I'm not, um, I'm not I, sure exactly. Yeah, it's... Um, I, I watched them recently they, during lockdown came yeah. in. It's... Um, Again, we've gone so off subject, but mm. it's fine. It's um, it was Iron Man one, Iron Man two, Captain America four. Then we were, and then technically Hulk, but that was um, Universal. Yeah, so that they was, yeah, they yeah. only count that in small bits. It's uh, but they they do count the Incredible Hulk as one of the yeah, Marvel yeah. MCU. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah, but you can't watch it on, yeah. in the queues. You yeah. have to go and find it somewhere else because they yeah. own the rights to it. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, so they go into that. Um, it's them guys first, and that's just what I mean. Like from two thousand and eight to two thousand and twelve, yeah. we had until we got the first Avengers film, and that's why because they, they they bled it through. Yeah. We went into Justice League um, straight. Like again, even with the Christopher Nolan films, like he took his time. This yeah. first one was two thousand and eight, and then it's like I think it was twenty twelve, something like that. It's it took oh, a while. The, yeah, the yeah, it took yeah. a long time to finish this franchise. While well, I mean, this could have easily been two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand and ten, done yeah. over Christmas, yeah. bish bash bosh. Yeah. They they took their time with it, and they made. They made you want to see it. They made yeah. it go through. Yeah. While these other films, they didn't do that. They just, they chased yeah. it. But then again, one of the silly things I don't understand is why they haven't brought out um, a Flashpoint film yet. Oh, like, yeah. you, yeah. you've got literally a yeah. built-in story of, yeah. this is why we can have three different Jokers, four yeah. Batman, all that, and they literally hey, haven't done it. Just and, just make the film. <laughs> and I mean, with the success of the Flash TV series, you would think that it's a no-brainer, bring, wouldn't it? You could bring them in, yeah. literally. So you yeah. can have him go through them little, their cameos of all of them. Yeah. You can bring these guys in, and it's yeah. a great way to um, to replace cast members if you want. Definitely. So you know Henry Cole doesn't really want to be Superman anymore? Yeah, you could. Bang, okay, hire a new Superman. Yeah. Have have Henry, Henry Carnival go bad. Yeah. Literally, do do from the game. Yeah, um, injustice. Yeah, go for the Injustice storyline and go from there. <laughs> so I actually said to you before, funny enough, about on the thing. Oh, if we go off subject, I'll try and bring it back. It's yeah. me taking us off subject. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. But, so we're, we're, we're still in the comic book realm. Yeah, that, that's it. As long as, as long as someone ever mentions Christian Bale, or Heath Ledger, or Heath Ledger at least once or twice yeah. a couple of minutes it's fine yeah, but, it. but back to The Dark Knight yeah. one of the main things I always bring up about is the um, Rotten Tomatoes score okay and this so far because I did the uh, I did Lord of the Rings on the very first episode so obviously Lord of the Rings was around the same yeah. but it's had 94% 94% mm. across the board so yeah. it's, it's lots. which that in itself is a very rare thing yeah it's it's um if you ever look at, because whenever I try and watch a film now, I always have to check the Rotten Tomatoes. Even if it's a film I love, I'll sit there and watch a film over, like for example, Evolution mm. with David Duchovny. It's one, it's one of my favourite films. And I will, um, I'll sit there, but I'll still check the Rotten Tomatoes score every time because mm. I watch it and be like, oh, how is it this bad? How, how is it this good? Like I always have to check that. Mm. And to get both on level, like to mean that literally both amazing with tiny criticisms because like, I, I, that's amazing. Mm. And it just shows how fantastic this film is. Like it shows that it's loved. It people love this film. Yeah. Whether or not that is just if Heath Ledger, I still I think if Heath Ledger wasn't in it, it would have probably been 89, 89, something like that. Yeah, I'd say it's so, it's yeah. a fantastic film, but he really was like he he the standout, yeah, the standout of the yeah. film. But that's yeah. that was that's not taken away from the film because everyone in that film was absolutely fantastic. Course, yeah, I mean if you look at the cast, it's yeah. just all yeah, winners yeah, you, all over the board, it. isn't it? Literally, yeah. I think I think every single person on the main list of Alfred Joker, um, Commissioner Gordon, Lucius Fox, and um, Twofer. The only one in there I don't think who's won on won on Oscar. I might be wrong. Yeah. They probably nominate that is Aaron Eckhart. I'm not too yeah. sure if he has. Yeah. But I think Morgan Freeman has. Gary Oldman has. Yeah. Um, Heath Ledger, obviously. Michael Caine and Christian Bale. They've yeah. all either won or they've at least been nominated. nominated yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's what I mean. You get a film like that with a cast that yeah. good. But you know what? Sometimes that 
works the other way though. And I think what makes this so good is that everyone sort of understands their roles. Yeah. And no one's trying to outshine yeah. anyone. That's it. They're sort of just doing their bit mm. and then, you know, they're just letting the film yeah. run its course. That's yeah. it. And, and that could be credit to the director because I, I think, think he seems the sort of guy that just... He's a no-nonsense sort of person, I believe. And it, he just... well, there's um, there was a thing came. I think it was re- I think it was um, Christopher Nolan. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. That, yeah, because it was. Cause Anne Hathaway said it about the Dark Knight Rises mm. that they don't have seats on set. You're not allowed oh, to sit down because right. if you're sitting down, you're not working. Oh, so that should oh, tell you yeah. the kind of guy he is. Because you've got to think to have a man who's working with Christian Bale, who's we've all heard that and seen the um, clip of him screaming at a guy about a light. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Um, to be able to look after him and have someone like Heath Ledger just. Firing on, on every cylinder in that film to keep them two working and like yeah. to bouncing off each other, yeah. like, that it, takes work. It, it, that's it, egos, and that's yeah, that's what I mean. That's the the amount of egos you're yeah. probably having to manage. Yeah, you know these these award winning actors. Yeah, who you know because you've got to think, Gary. Even just with uh, Michael Caine and um, Morgan Freeman, I've never heard of, never heard anyone say on any kind of news report like they're bad people or they're, mm. they're horrible to work with, mm. but. They're still massive actors. They still yeah. like, work with these guys and yeah. do with other guys. Yeah. It must be a lot. It must be very difficult to manage them all. Yeah. But credit to him, he did a fantastic job. Yeah. What, do you, what I really liked about the trilogy as a whole is the fact that um, all these actors reprise their roles. So even from the start, mm. you had the um, Batman Begins. Yeah. Uh, so you had Michael Caine who was in that film. Mm. You had Lucius Fox was in that. Yeah, film yeah, he's only three. He's all three. Yeah. Um, and then you had uh, Gary Oldman was in all three. Yep. Um, and Christian Bell was in. Well, of course, he was yeah. In there, but, you know, the only, um, obviously the only actress that actor who didn't was um, Katie Holmes. Yeah. He was replaced by um, Maggie Gyllenhaal, the sister of Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Funny enough, was also a now a superhero, well, yeah. super villain, we should say. Yeah. So she did a she did a good job. Yeah. I thought she was she was solid. Yeah, I, I did. Didn't really do much in the film besides. Stand there sad and, and then blow up, yeah. But she, she did well with what she had to work yeah, yeah, with, well, yeah. What they have, she served her purpose because mm. her purpose was to be a mark, a martyr for Batman, yeah. That is it to uh, spare him on to be a better person. And mm. oh, you, uh, you couldn't talk about Scarecrow, I'm just trying to find his name. Um, um he is the some guy from um, Peaky Black, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, he reprised his role as well. So he was in all three he, films. So yeah, he was the main villain in Batman Begins. Mm. Killian Murphy. And yeah, and it, it was interesting to actually see him as well, because yeah. in the first film, being the main villain, you know, you've got your responsibilities mm. and to carry in the story and the villain side. And I believe he did that really well in the first film. Mm. The second film, it was interesting to see that he continued that same role because, mm. I, as much as he didn't have that much to do in yeah. the Dark Knight, right? Uh, sorry, in the Dark Knight, he sort of, you know, he's he's already established the Scarecrow, and then he he did have his little part to play, and then in the last film, I found it quite interesting that he became like uh, a judge, yeah. if you like, yeah. So he he, he became like your... in in all three films, he was always a position of power. He was yeah. always the top. He was, so in the first film, he's, he's the head head the doctor at um, Arkham. Yeah. Second film, he's he's a drug lord. He, and he said in the third film, he's just the judge. Like yeah. anyone could have been on top of there, but bang, he's there. Yeah. He's the main guy. Because one one thing I do appreciate about these films is that even though it. 
I don't know if some people would consider this, but I don't consider this. That you know, you had the Spider-Man Three effect where you had too many villains. Yes, and then they were just sort of sprinkled in there. I, you, should be, you should have really focused. I've on heard one. that yeah. people have said about that before. Without guarding this film, having the two villains in it, yeah. did you but, need Two Face? But I, I don't mind it. But that's the thing. So not only did you have Two Face. Mm. You had the scarecrow in it as well. Yeah. Right. And then you had the Joker in it as well. Mm. So, but I think it doesn't really have that same effect as no. Spider Man 3. Just because it, the, with Harvey Dent becoming Two Face, he wasn't a villain throughout the whole thing. Mm. So he was a good guy till a large portion of the film. He only really becomes a villain at the end. Yeah. And I think him becoming a villain is more of a. A metaphor for the film instead of it being that you know he's just another villain that Batman has to face because in the end he actually becomes a martyr for the city it's um yeah he realistically in from the film because he, he we said about it a minute ago with the famous line of you either die a hero or you live on to become the villain which yeah. is exactly what happened yeah. if he had died when that bomb went off when yeah. from the Joker had done yeah. that would have probably saved the city in a sense because yeah. again as you saw there afterwards when he becomes the hero everyone yeah. really bands together because yeah. he's a martyr so imagine if he had been yeah. but because he survived that anger came through and yeah. they say during the end of the film when he's got the um, gun to Commissioner Gordon's son's head, and he's like, Batman says the Joker's plan was to prove that he could that he could pull the pull you down to pull to turn you the worst, the yeah. best of us, and make you the worst of us. And he goes, he was right. Yeah. So, in the end of the film, the Joker actually succeeded. Yeah, his his goal was never like to kill Batman. He says yeah. that I'm never going to kill you. You can we that's funny they're talking about Katie Holmes. Yeah, you complete me. So yeah. that's yeah. um the, an interesting line. Yeah, the, but, yeah. the famous line from yeah. Lizzie McGuire by Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. And then um, saying in a film with his that his wife was part of, or his, yeah. a franchise his wife was part of. Yeah. But yeah, he, um, the Joker says, I have a plan, I am a better person, I am a smarter guy, I'm ahead of the curve, with both of them, to him yeah. to Batman. And then his whole plan then is, his whole ideal was to pull Harvey Dent down, yeah. to make him the worst. Yeah. And what did he do? He did. He completed his job. Yeah. Batman couldn't save him. And then what happens in the very end? Batman becomes the villain. Like, yeah. even though it's not real villainy, yeah. he now, as he says, you'll be chased, we'll hunt you, we'll set the dogs on you. Yeah. Well, Batman says, he, you have to do this to me yeah. because he's not the hero that we, we want, he's a hero that we need. Yeah, exactly. And that is exactly it. He needed to do all these things to, yeah. so the Joker wouldn't win. Yeah. But obviously it then comes out in the third film that he did. Yeah. That's that's a question I want to ask you. Okay. I know which we're, your number one's going to be, so I'm more interested in your other ones. Okay. Can you rank... I think it's five villains. Okay. So sort of, of like of, of Joker, Scarecrow, Bane, um, Two Face. Okay. Yeah, and then um, Raz Al Ghul and um, Alia. Are you saying Talia? Talia Al Ghul. Can you rank them? Which one you think is the best or the worst? Okay. Right. So it's it's quite interesting because thinking about it now, each film does have multiple villains in it. Mm. Because even in the first film, you do have Scarecrow. Yep, that's two. But, but you have... Scarecrow is the main sort of... In front of the curtain mm. villain. And then you you have Razagor as sort of the Wizard of Oz, but man yep. behind the curtain villain. Um, but yeah, so if I was to rank them... I mean, yeah, you got to put Joker number Yeah, one. that's what I mean saying. Um, do you know what? I did like Bane... 
I don't know. I, I was I was gonna put it might if if I I'd have put Bane second. I thought yeah. he was fantastic. I know people said about the voice, but I understood I, him. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I I found the voice interesting, and mm. I know it is very sort of memeable and you know, but is it sort of adds to the Dark Knight's quotability yeah. because his lines are very quotable. Mm. You know the the bit where it's. Um, Oh, you think the dark is your ally? Um, I was born in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you. Uh, what did you say? You just ad- adopted it. I was born in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I, I think he was great. To mm. be fair, and it, I thought it was a shame that he wasn't actually considered mm. as the main villain. Yeah, and that Talia was, um, who had deception mm. and sort of she was sort of uh, the one in the shadows, if you like. Uh, League of Shadows. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna go Joker Bane. Um, so we've got left. We've got Scarecrow. We've got Harvey Dent and um, the t- the two. Our, our oh, balls. okay. Right. Okay. Um, hmm. I think third. I'll go for Razar Gore. Oh, okay. Just because not. For his sort of on-screen time, more for his sort of he—he's always been someone who's loomed throughout the series. Yeah. So you know, you had the League of Shadows who trained Batman in the first one. So with Batman's fighting styles and his sort of tactics, and it's all based on the League of Shadows, mm. right? So you've got them in the first film. And then you, in the second film, you've just sort of got, even though he's not part of that film, mm. Batman sort of, he's still in that same mentality. Because uh, there is a, there's actually a quote in the film where he says criminals are not that easy to, uh, so, sorry, what did you say? Criminals are easy to, I can't remember the quote, but he's basically saying that the criminals are not hard mm. to figure out. Yeah. Um, and rather, Gaul says the exact same thing in the first film. Um, so it just sort of shows that his influence sort of comes through the whole film. Yeah. And then you actually get um, Batman hallucinating him mm. in the last film, in yeah. Dark Knight Rises. So I think just because of his influence throughout Batman, yeah, no, I get and the whole films. So yeah, I'll definitely put him first. Yeah. Um, who we got left? We've got Scarecrow, Talia, and Two Face. Two Face. I'll put Two Face next. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel they did enough with him. No. But I don't think they could have done much more of him in that same film. No, it, I get you. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, you could. Because if, if they did more of him in that film, then that's when you start getting into the Spider-Man 3 effects. Yeah, yeah. It's just too much and too little time. Yeah, they, they had to make their decision about whether or not they were going to, um, what they were going to use their characters for. I, I, mm. I guess it's better to use him, because while it's a shame that Two-Face didn't get his own signature film or he's uh, more time to be a bad guy, like what Joker got or um, Scarecrow or anything like that. Mm. I felt that it was probably more interesting with what they were doing with just Harvey Dent, yeah. Villainary, just, just um, Villainy, sorry, mm. where 
where he has the um, gun to the um, to the guy's heads yeah. and uh, after the after the shooting and he's like, well, yeah, and yeah. you can see like how scared he's gonna be. And Batman even says the man's delusional, like he's got yeah. all this going on. And you're doing this, yeah. yeah so you're, you're what are you doing? Like you can't ever know. You can't. So like even though he was a hero to everyone, he already had that darkness in him. He was yeah. already an evil, but a bad guy. Because that's yeah. that's mean. Well, like, that's 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 not nice. That's torture. He, he tortured that man. I think yeah. I think he he has got that darkness in him, mm. and I think it was just sort of like uh, he was trying to be the good guy. Yeah, and then his approach wasn't working, no. so he went the other way. Yeah. In, but instead of keeping his good guy image and mm. trying to do it the best way, he's taking the shortcuts and you know. Another thing with him, he wasn't an out and out villain or a bad guy. You want to yeah. say like like in the original, what well, not original, but the um, Batman Forever film, yeah. he was just a bad guy, kooky, very whatever yeah. you want to say. It was a weird film. Yeah. Um, but this one, he was an anti-hero because he goes, he never went actually after any civilians. It yeah. was um, who did he go after? He went after the first one. He went after was the police officer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, the Joker technically. Yeah. Then it was the police officer. Yeah. Then it was the um, the the um, mob boss. Yeah. Then it was um the police officer again, yeah. and then he went with the people that he felt were in the wrong. And yeah. you could argue that Batman, Jim Gordon, and himself, who the three people that he did sh- aim at or shoot at yeah. for the rest of the film, were the villains of it. Because yeah. Jim Gordon and, they, and, and Harvey Dent said, like, through the whole film, every time they were on the screen together, yeah. you have got corrupt cops working for you, and I've told you this. Yeah. And he, and then it's like, well, yeah, and I'm pretty sure... The guy he said that was was one of the corrupt ones was one of the people that ended up betraying, getting Rachel killed. Yeah. And it's like if you would just listen to me, they would be in prison. We wouldn't have to deal with this. Yeah. So Jim is, in a sense, um, guilty by association. Yeah. Batman for not saving her, for saying he always save them, yeah. and then failing. Yeah. That he he is to blame. He without Batman, there probably isn't any Joker. Yeah. Like he being him being there, and I think they say that through the film. It's like you being here yeah. is bringing up all different kind of criminals. And they've said that in multiple other films, even yeah. like the cartoon version, or not, I'm sorry, the TV versions of like yeah. Arrow and stuff, yeah. is with you here, you bring a whole new kind of criminal. Yeah. And that's so he blames himself. And then he takes a shot, he takes a shot himself because he didn't save her. He promised to be there for Rachel when he wasn't. And he had to lie to her over the phone. He knew, he says that, you lie, to, lie to your son like I lied to Rachel. Yeah. So he shoots her himself. So he was more of an anti-hero in the end of it. He wasn't an out-and-out villain. Mm. And I would have liked to have seen him survive, but I think he needed to die for them, for the first film to work, for Bane to um, to work. I think uh, there was talk of them keeping him alive. Probably. Yeah, but the thing is, because it was only going to be a trilogy, if it was more films, Mm. then it would have been nice to explore his character mm. a bit more but... I know that Christian Bale was asked and they offered him quite a lot of money to yeah. come back for the Batman vs Superman because I think they looked at him and was like listen you are our Batman like, yeah. we don't want to muck around but he said no uh, right. and then he did say after he saw Ben Affleck in um in the suit yeah. that he said he just stood there for like ages like 10-15 minutes or something just standing there like not knowing what to do with himself yeah. because this has been such a big part of his life and I then this is um Christian Bale's been around for a long time yeah. he was even just like the guy from American Psycho, the man's a banging actor. He's yeah. been in loads of films, yeah. but I, I would, I would hazard a guess, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you tell me I'm wrong, yeah. but I would hazard a guess to a lot of fans of films, just even just like casual fans who, oh yeah, yeah. I guarantee before 2008, if you had said, oh, do you know Christian Bowers? There would have been a lot more nah or that yeah, guy in I mean, that film. But yeah. now I, you say, even like say so 12 years later, yeah. oh, do you know Christian Bowers? As Batman, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. feel that was his defining role. And even though he, he's done films since, like he won the Oscar for The Fighter, yeah. um, he's been nominated for other films um, since then, yeah. and he's been in so many massive films, yeah. I think that was his main movie. Yeah, I, I 
I would say so. I mean, you could just go by how much you made in the box office. Yeah. Because people saw it. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I've actually, I've got that down here. Yeah. Good segue into it. <laughs> if I can find it. The budget was 180 million. So yeah. that's a lot of money for a 2008 film. It really is, But yeah. I guess cause that's the same time as Iron Man, which I believe had the same, the same kind of budget. Mm. Like, or maybe just a little bit less or a bit more. It's, yeah, um, that is. Yeah, it's the when, exact same year as Iron Man. Yeah. So it just goes to show, I think 2008, was a really Good massive film. year for superheroes, yeah. For just, I think just fil films in general. Well, I, I think, think um, if you look at that year, there was just yeah, loads of great films. It's one of the films again. Um, just on just straight on the budget rate, it's one hundred eighty million, and it made over one billion back. Yeah, which is just. Again, even though now that's where every superhero film that comes out now, like Captain Marvel, yeah, the Avengers, they, all that, they get billion, them, yeah. billion, billion, yeah, billion, billion. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's nowhere um, that's, the norm. That's that's, that's rare. Yeah, and that was twelve years ago. Yeah, so that's, like yeah, like that's... films that do that, like before that came out, would have been maybe Avatar, um, yeah. Titan. I'm not about so when we talk about films that make a billion before this day and age, and even not even this day and age, because like Justice League only made like eight hundred million, and yeah. like, eight hundred million. But this is. Yeah. That's a film with Superman, Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aquaman. So you know what I mean? It's the all-star cast yeah. of DC. So yeah. to make that much money in a world where, especially before the Avengers film, yeah. to make that much money was a thing that only the elite top big films made. Yeah. Again, Titanic, um, Avatar. Yeah. So to do that kind of thing, Lion King, for example, these yeah. mega films yeah. is, is fantastic. It, it, it's, yeah. it shows how, fan, how great this film is. Yeah. And as you said, that we, we've spoken a bit of subject about, um, the Mar about Marvel and um, other DC films. Yeah. But I, I generally think this, is, this was probably one of the films that allowed that to spark. Because we, we can go from... Because we, we look at the history of that from, from 2002... Um, 2008 there was quite a few superhero films we had like the, I think that by that point we had had two to maybe the three X-Men films yes. we had had all three Spider-Man films or at least two of them I think we had all three I think, I think I'm not sure I'm and not then sure, yeah. yeah so you've got to think and there was there was more good the two Fantastic Four films were out by then mm. personally I don't mind the first one I don't think it was the worst film even though my trailer says the Fantastic Four let's not talk about that uh, I'm not mean the new one Oh, okay. With, so with Jessica Alba and uh, was, Chris Evans. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't mind that, but I, I was did, young. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate it. No, I think um, it came out in two thousand and two. I think. Yeah, and you know, it I, goes right by this point. So, I, do you know what? I appreciated the effort. Yeah, um, I think um, there was there was more good superhero films by this point, but there were also superhero films like again, like Ghost Rider, even I, to Fantastic Four to the point where it is. People talk about is it good or not. Mm. We had that, but then then this came out, yeah, and, and it showed what superhero films could do. Yeah, and I, I think that even though Marvel had their plan, they had a little planning because there's yeah. too many discrepancies when we know they they did not have from A to Z. They yeah. there was lots of things and there wasn't. Yeah, um, but this is the kind of film that showed companies and other studios superheroes make money. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to um it ain't gonna be no like oh two hundred million back. Give them the money, give them the time, yeah. they will show you what they can do. Yeah. And then and then Iron Man I believe came out. I think I don't know if it made the same amount, but it made money. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they were like, okay, yeah. we're now gonna start. Yeah. But I, I do believe this would be in the film that showed the world superheroes aren't here as they're not that joke anymore of the nineties and eighties anymore. Early early before this time, they're not yeah. that anymore. They're not just oh for kids. These these are adult films. Yeah, and it's a shame that they didn't carry this this formula on in DC because I mean they tried it with um. I was um I was disappointed with the snack side things didn't do well because I like Man of Steel yeah. and I thought Batman Superman while it was a bit long and they didn't really have enough Batman versus Superman. Yeah, 
I like the darkness of it, and I felt like this is what they were taking it from. Mm. And I really wish they had carried it on yeah. because I love Marvel. It's um, it's my favorite thing ever. It's yeah. it's my life, and it's I know I'm, I'm 26 years old, and that's it's my favorite thing ever, and <laughs> it always will be. I don't, I don't want to tell you my age then. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but it's um and. But and it is very playful and very um ah oh, look at us we're really light hearted I know the dirt the Thor films weren't but they yeah. they were just boring mm. um and I wish they had carried it on with because DC was another like a fresh bit of fresh air just a different more gritty time yeah. so it's a shame they didn't get to keep these films going because again it proves they make money yeah these films make that money you don't need to like oh it's too dark no one's gonna see it yeah. we all saw it yeah. we all loved it and the, the thing is I don't know why they sort of keep going back to saying oh it's too dark I mean we've just had the Joker you can't get really get more no, dark I, I don't think people and it's the most highest selling R-rated film of all yeah, time yeah exactly you know what I mean? so, um, and even like, I don't think people even think it's too dark I think that was just an excuse one guy yeah. said that and it got leapt on because as we've just said literally DC's two like biggest successful films then mm. would be this and yeah. Joker and it's yeah. like you're both the darkest R-rated, R-rated dark films out there. I know yeah. this wasn't R-rated, but yeah. like these two films, your playful films, yeah. while they did well, I think um, Aquaman and Wonder Woman may have they did very well. Oh, yeah, they did well. Yeah. But like we ain't gonna, we ain't talking about these films anymore. They're, they yeah. were just last year. We will say that like, oh, it was really good in that thing. Yeah. But I, no one in twelve years is going to be sitting down talking about why Wonder Woman was so fantastic unless it's a specific reason. Yeah. Like Dark Knight will just come up in this conversation for just best superhero films or yeah. oh great performances oh great um, acting great great directing is always going to come up in that kind of conversation so yeah. it's like that's and it's a dark gritty film if you had just carried that on you would have seen something like that yeah. and it's a shame that they didn't I, I would have preferred it if they had carried that on personally yeah definitely on to another thing about it then which is um, I didn't know this yeah. until I did a little research for it okay. was the amount of Oscars it was nominated for yeah. I thought it was um just the one. I thought they got the one, the best act, best supporting actor because he died, and it was like, okay, well, we need to give him something because, because yeah. this film killed him. Yeah. Like we, um, people say, oh, it was this, it was that, it was this. He was doing all right before the filming. He then went into a real dark place to make Joker, yeah. and he never got himself back out. Well, he actually spent six weeks in a hotel room by himself, See? Um, training for the role. Yeah. So yeah, this is um, that's dedication, and this is why again, it's, it's a dangerous thing, and this is why I think the Joker's taken in such high regard because. We saw Jared Leto's Joker, which was poor. Let's yeah. let's be frank about it. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, I, whether that was his fault or not, I mean, he had a lot of his scenes cut. So yeah, yeah I can't. Think, I, the thing is, I feel like it, if they sort of allowed his scenes more in the film, yeah. then it may have been better. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't think it would be the same. No, it, it never would have been um, as yeah. good. But I think if um, if that film had been done just better yeah. with um if you had made the joke of the main villain which yeah. should have been what happened yeah, I think so, yeah. and given him more time to work then maybe but then again saying that why was always saying to cut were they actually any good so yeah. but yeah this is what i mean like because because of how important Heath ledger's joker was to the industry again of villainary of villains yeah. is you can't then come out with um lesser performances yeah. and this is why when wacky phoenix got the job it was like oh, wacky phoenix is one of the best actors of our generation yeah. so He's going to do a good job. Is he going to do a Heath? And this is what I mean. He is now at the level. Like, the joke is his. It doesn't matter. Even if the next one comes out, another joke will come out soon. Yeah, yeah. And it will be, 
are but Izzy Heath yeah, yeah. and Joaquin Phoenix yeah, yeah. it's always going to have him in there yeah. because he is the best and that's obviously why he, he always should have won that award, the um, the Oscar it doesn't matter what you think of um, did he win it because he died or did he do this did he do that yeah. no he won it because he was the best the best actor best one actor at that time yeah, yeah. and you can tell that how he acts the whole thing about it is just terrifyingly good yeah. like I look at it and I think you're not you're not the guy from A Knight's Tale that's just yeah. not you yeah I, I, like, you know what I think about that all the time yeah. because I, I love I do actually love that film as well that's fantastic Tale, film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's just sort of but it, that film sort of plays up on him being a good looking guy yeah. and you know a pretty boy yeah, yeah. and it, it sort of plays up on that and then it's like you know the Joker comes along and then you're made to mm. look at him and feel revolted you know yeah. he's got the um uh the the scars on his face um there's actually a specific term for what he's got on his face um i think it's called a glasgow smile mm, right? yeah and uh so yeah so it's basically when someone you know you cuts a knife yeah. yeah and then yeah and uh you know you're you're meant to not like the look of him yeah. when in real life he's actually a mm. good looking guy um and also there's an interesting fact about that so he uh, the scars on his actual face was it was just free um prosthetic what's what's the word prosthetic that's the one mm. uh yeah it was just uh literally just free of those stuck on his face mm. right and if you notice throughout the film he's always licking his face mm. right and i know throughout the film they give like a dog theme to him and stuff like that um but the reason he's doing that is because they would start to fall off his face mm. right so he's actually using his tongue really? to keep it on his face yeah. oh wow um but then he, he turned it into like a facial tick mm. that the joker has um and it sort of goes in with the dog theme as well because there's mentions of him not having do i look like a schema mm. um i'm just a dog dog chasing cars yeah if i caught one i wouldn't know what to do with it um and then harvey dent says another thing about him just being a mad dog yeah and um it's sort of just going on that sort of theme. It's what he wants people to believe he is. Yeah. When in fact he knows what's going on to, to put a Joker reference in there. He's holding all the cards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I did like as well, watching it get back was how funny the Joker is in his own little way. Like for example, um, when he goes into the meeting with all the mob bosses and he's like, just, Here's my card. Call me, and he's not got a number on it. It's literally just a Joker card. Yeah. I just yeah. I don't know why that to me just I sit I sat there proper giggling to myself. Mm. He's like he was, he was making puns and stuff like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. He's um he just but yeah sorry just, I went off topic with the um with the Oscars so yeah, he was nominated yeah. for eight Oscars. Mm. Um, best it was best ed sound editing which yeah the one of the main ones you can just it's perfect. Mm. Best film editing, art direction, makeup, yeah. sound mixing, visual effects the actual um, best supporting actor and then best. And yeah, so you can tell which ones it was going to win and it, it makes sense. Like best makeup is, of course it was going to um, win just again because of his makeup. He, um, cause it doesn't necessarily matter if, if it, I know I'm guessing it would be um, Harvey Dent's makeup. Cause I don't think that was CGI. That was, that, that actually was CGI. Or was it? Yeah. Because Christopher Nolan, he doesn't really normally go for CGI, mm. but what he said was that, uh, if they had put 
sort of more makeup and stuff on him. His face would have got bigger, mm. but he didn't want his face to get bigger. He wanted it because it had been burnt. He wanted the effect of it becoming shrinking and the singeing on, mm. you know, his hair and all that That's sort of mad. stuff. Yeah. So I think that was the only really bit of CGI I used in that. That's um, so I watched the film only a couple of days ago and comparing it to just a, again. Just like with Superman's mustache and Justice, the, yeah, the yeah. difference. I generally thought that was makeup, yeah. so that's they did a good job on that. Yeah. I'm sure one of the Oscars in there probably um, yeah. was for something like that. Um, and also, in terms of Heath Ledger's makeup, he actually applied that himself. Really? Yeah, because um, I don't know if you noticed, but when you go back through the film, if you have a look at his hands, he actually has the makeup on his hands throughout the film. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, because he, yeah, he applied his own makeup. Yeah. Oh, you see, he just. Every every time when we talk more and more about him, and every time we do, I just keep on looking at my my, my sheet here and just like of all the information on it, and it's best supporting that is sticking out, and it's like yeah. it just makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Like anyone it. deserved an Oscar for for a film, yeah. it's like it's him because because that much dedication. Yeah. like you know any other actor, they'll just be like sitting makeup for yeah. however many hours. But yeah, no, he done it himself. Yeah. And yeah. even even if you could say like oh the dedication of sitting in a film for that many hours, like mm. for example, um. Uh, Dave Bautista when he did it yeah. for Drax he was like six hours or something like that he said that's dedication but yeah. but at the same time for the actual character to of the Joker of course he would because he would, he, he would look too perfect yeah, yeah. Like, again yeah. like for example um, I don't know how they did it because it was a more surgically done in, in Jack Nicholson's because yeah. that's how he yeah. had it all on there yeah. but that looked so perfect and so nice yeah. well this one literally did look like a guy just gone rubbed on his face and yeah. then um did a smile, like yeah. put on a happy face. If we're gonna go from the um, the newer one, yeah. So it was, um, and again, I think um, he, um, sorry, uh, Jackie Whacking Phoenix has looked a lot the same. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if, that if he did that. Yeah, if he did, yeah, it was, um, yeah, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, and and that was sort of another fun fact that every, like, everyone always talks about with it is the hospital blowing up scene. Ah, yes, because yes. obviously that was a mistake, wasn't it? It was meant to go. Yeah. yeah. So what? So with that scene, yeah, you're right. So. Basically, that was an that was a practical effect. Apparently, mm. that was a right. Don't quote me on this, but <laughs> I believe. Podcast recording. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I believe that was an old sweet factory. Oh really? Yeah. I I thought it was actually oh, so silly. Me, I thought it was actually what a hospital that was um, being yes. demolished. Yeah, well, it was a building that got demolished. Mm. So yeah, you was right in that fact. Mm. But, um, but it was. I know for a fact it wasn't a hospital, mm. but it was an, like an old factory mm. that got demolished and. What you see is what you get. If mm. They literally bought the house. Yeah, there. let's do it once. Um, and yeah, so the charges were late, mm. right? So the bit where Heath Ledger's Joker is, you know, he's messing about with the mm. um, device. That's all improv. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to imagine that him on he's on he's on set stage just doing that mucking about improving around yeah. while Christopher Nolan and a bunch of guys behind it and girls are just screaming like very quietly like oh my god yeah. why is it what's going yeah. on what's going yeah. on yeah. because working, yeah because yeah. you'd have to imagine that like you've got live demolition yeah. set like that would yeah. need to be just everyone to be halted like yeah. safety perfect yeah, and yeah. then luckily a few yeah. minutes seconds later it did go boom yeah, it did go so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like them kind of scenes because like, it's the same in um have you seen Conair yes with, yeah with yeah. um with um Jack with um, Nicholas Cage, Cage and like the scene right at the end of it where they crash into the hotel casino. Oh, yeah. That was a real thing. They said to that like, they were going to knock down this hotel casino. Oh, right, and they were like, right. yeah. "Can we crash a plane into it?" Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then they were like, "Yeah, sure." So yeah. it's always quite fun when you find them kind of things out because it, yeah, it just yeah, it just adds more to it. Yeah, oh, I was just trying to think now. Like, it's it's just one of them films where there's so much in it, 
I know that we've been speaking about it for so long now, but yeah. we've only just really scratched the surface. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. so much more so to much it. More, yeah. like, we didn't really even go into much detail about about the um cells. Sorry, the um even the cell scene where he just sat there and the guys like my insides hurt the yeah. boss and he he knows what's going to happen. Like yeah. the Joker, like everyone's like, oh, he's just we said a mad dog. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's yeah. just doing things, but he he articulately plans yeah. to get arrested at to that point because he knew because yeah. he wanted Batman. He knew he weren't going to do it though. Yeah. And then to get into the cell, to have the guy put in there, and then yeah. to go in there with a with the officer, and then scare the officer out, mm. blow him. He knew what he was doing, yeah. and he um and it shows that his smartness, how smart he is. Yeah. I said to you before we started recording again, I saw it that the uh, on on one of them like shows like old fifty serial killing movie best um, um psychopath in films, mm. and he was number one, yeah. and it had a woman from the FBI on there talking, and she said we now use him as an example. Of what of how a serial a, a psychopath is yeah. of their their fundamental like ways because again in that in the um interrogation scene where he says like I'm a, I'm ahead of the curve we're ahead of the curve we know more and these guys don't know nothing yeah. and it's just that's he oh, I'm sorry we keep saying it, he was so good yeah, yeah he, he cool. was he was fantastic um, so uh, my I think we bigged up the film a lot <laughs> um, so I think it would be quite interesting just to find out any criticisms we have about the film um yeah can do the um trying to think that biggest what is a criticism of that film i mean don't get me wrong it's amazing Mm -hmm. um i there's there's a couple of mistakes in the film like what so the very first scene right is a small glimpse you can see the helicopter that's filming the uh the camera uh, helicopter for a brief second. Oh, okay. Um, you see another camera in the interrogation scene mm-hmm. when they're in there. You see it in the reflection of the mirror. Oh. Um, I have to look for that. But yeah, these are all just niggling things. Yeah, niggling yeah. Things like in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, because um, that's what I always get moaned at from my, by my friends and stuff. Yeah. It's always I always find something to nitpick, and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm generally stumped. There's not one. The only sorry, I say that the only thing I would think I would change. Yeah, and maybe it was an important part of the story, but I don't think it necessarily was. Mm-hmm. Was the whole Chinese um, deal bit where he then goes out uh, to, out to Hong, Kong. Hong Kong? I understand yeah. that was to do with Harvey Dent's character and stuff. Yeah. But it, it didn't really feel like it was necessarily needed too much in the, well, the grand scheme. We tried to like, add it on an extra 10 minutes of time yeah, for no reason. I, I do, Besides I, the fight scene. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. And it, yeah, it's, it, in terms of the plot and the story, it doesn't really add much. Mm. But fun fact about that. So, you know, when he sets the charges, mm. um, apparently that the actual time of the charges throughout that scene is actually real time. Oh wow! Yeah, so the bit from the bit where Batman's fighting and all that stuff, mm. and then the windows blow up, and then they get retracted by the plane. Mm. Um, yeah, it's all in real time. So. No, I didn't actually know that. You see, I, that's that's yeah. why I'm glad when you said about you want to come and do a dark night. I know a lot about this. I was like, yeah. oh, this is going to be really good then, because yeah. there was a lot of stuff in there. I I didn't know that. Yeah. That's um, that's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know they did stuff like that. I mean, for, to be fair, throughout the whole tr- trilogy. Christopher Nolan does these sort of Easter eggs and all this mm. sort of stuff. Like at the start of the films, uh, you know, you have the bat symbol coming towards mm. you. In each film, that's foreshadowing mm. what Batman has to face. Mm. So the first film, you see the bats coming across, so he has to face his fear of bats. Then the second film, you see the bat going through the flames and fire is a common theme throughout the film. And then the last one... Uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but yeah, mm. it's all foreshadowing. Yeah, no, it makes sense to say about the fires because um, even if you take away the actual 
like downright just in your face. She, his lover's life burns, and yeah. his his friend, who's yeah. a white knight of the film, yeah. but destroyed dies from yeah. in the fog, gets her face burnt off. Yeah. You can say that his life is on fire right yeah. now because Rachel's leaving for another man. Yeah. Um, he's being told a person's being killed. Like five people are dying. People are dying every day yeah. until he reveals himself. His whole his whole life's turned upside down. It's on fire. It's, it's that gif of the um yeah. the the dog reading the newspaper and every, everything's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Like the, everything burns around him. Yeah. Um, and, and how um, Alfred mentioned some men just want to see the world exactly. burn. And also uh, with the joke of burning the, the mountain of money mm. with his cheap gasoline and flame. Exactly. Flame. Yeah. That is. Yeah. yeah so just to uh, just carry on with the symbolism. So, mm. you, you know, you had the burning. Yeah. Uh, you had the duality of good versus evil. Mm. Um, you literally had the physical embodiment of the two-face with his one half of his face being good and the other half being bad. Um, and I think that was sort of a, a metaphor for the Batman and the Joker being, yeah. you know. And I think it was also sort of how they would, you know, in terms of good versus bad, Batman was meant to be the good one and then the joke was meant to be the bad one but i think throughout the film you would see they would flip at certain yeah, stages yeah because you know you would see the in the interrogation room batman pretty much just beating the hell out of the yeah. joker where if he's meant to be the good one you, you know you're not meant to be doing stuff yeah, like taking that. the law into his own hands yeah. and um but that's that's another point of the whole film they say about it. it's um mm. It's about how what are your limits and how far you're willing to go to to approve. And it's it's something that he did kind of with Daredevil in season two when the Punisher came in. Like, mm. how far are you willing to go to do the right thing? Yeah. It's like he knew Batman knew where Christian Bale and um, Bruce Wayne knew what he had to do to beat the Joker. Yeah. And he had a few opportunities where he could have just he could have done it, mm. but he and they say that and he yeah. says that you will never do what needs to be done yeah. to um to beat me. Yeah. And. That's and that's so that's where he that's why it could never work. It's yeah. always and he says I'm I'm gonna have to stop. I cannot be Batman anymore yeah. because of this reason. Yeah. And he was um he was really gonna put he was gonna hang it all up and yeah. just give up. But because obviously Harvey Dent, what happened to him? Yeah. He had to then we had to give it up more forcefully because he's now a wanted villain. Yeah. But um, so going on to like just to like one of the other ones because then we, he comes back in the third film when Bane's becoming. I think as because Talia Al Ghul's now got her plan set in motion. She knows yeah. what she wants to do. She's yeah. got it after time, yeah. and we then go from him. I think Batman. He's obviously more jaded now in the in the second in the first film. Sorry, he's um he's lost he's lost everything. He's just yeah doesn't care anymore. He has to walk with a cane. Yeah, man. yeah, he is. Mm. And it's only then when when the Batman comes back into his life mm. that he fixes himself up, he becomes strong again. Mm. And again, I think it just shows how much, same as in Iron Man, for example, where you never, you didn't want the suits anymore, but you just couldn't get rid of it. He had yeah. to keep it going. Yeah. And he well, was obsessed it's, with it. It's the phrase, I am Iron Man. Yeah. Whether he's got the suits or not, he is mm. Iron Man. Yeah. But Bruce Wayne is like, I am Batman yeah. from the first film. Yeah. Oh, that was, um, well, so, so what was, in, in which order, I guess I get to go Dark Knight as um your favourite. What, what yeah. went after that? Is it the first or the third? I'd say the third. Yeah. And then the first. That's I mean, thing. not to knock the first, it was a good start. Mm. Like most films, should be a good start mm. if it's if it's going to be the first film in the franchise. Yeah. I think to be fair, it, it was sort of like they did go in the sort of wrong order in terms of 
you know, you had the first one, then the second one being the best, then the third one. It mm. should be, it should lead on. Yeah, to, that, yeah. well, that's but, the same as um, we talk about, like, just, um, for example, Star Wars, for example, because yeah. it's the first one. It's, yeah, the first one's good. Yeah. Then the second one's the, ah, oh, yeah, and yeah. then the third one, okay. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people are disliked, some people do. Some, yeah. And um, personally, for me, I thought the third one is is the second best. Um, yeah. I, I think... Maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong in it, but I think the first one is a is a comic book film. It is a fundamental comic book Batman movie, yeah. and then the set the two after that are, are just are just movies. They're just films. Mm. They're not they're not they they are based in the comic book world. They yeah. are based in they are with the characters of, of two heroes, but they're not superhero films. Yeah, because they yeah. again they just they feel so different. Even now and again, same with now the newest Joker film. Yeah. Again, that's that's again it's a, it's a comic book film. It's yeah. about a comic book character, but it's not yeah. a comic book film. Yeah. It's it's, just, it's not Iron Man. It's not um, yeah, Batman yeah. Begins. It's not Justice League. Yeah, it's, it's just a film. It's just a yeah. film. I, and I think I think that's why Batman's such a popular character yeah. because. You know, all right, in some aspects, it can be far-fetched, you know, because it is a comic book. But in terms of the grand scheme of things, it's very possible that someone could go around being Batman. Yeah, to an extent, um, it would probably be very difficult needing all yeah, the yeah, equipment. Like the, yeah, what, yeah. Most of the billionaires in this world, I can't imagine, would be um, yeah, yeah. good enough to be Batman. Yeah, but yeah, who knows? Exactly, there's there's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but essentially, yeah, Batman is just uh, a wealthy person with a lot of gadgets. And, yeah good martial arts skills. Yeah. And yeah. He does, he does it right. Yeah. Um, I think another thing about Batman itself, the character, is you can see how how fundamentally uh, he's part of our... Uh, he's, he's been around for my whole life, pretty much. Like, I don't okay. think it'll ever go. Just from, um, you said from 1989. I was born in 93, so the first, I'm pretty sure Forever came out in 93. Yeah. So I've had that one. And then we had um, Batman and Robin. And then I know it disappeared after that for, for a yeah. few years. Yeah. But then it was only what for two thousand and five, I think, or some around that time when Batman again then come out. Yeah. So then we have that one, then we get this one, and then we get um, the Dark Knight Rises, yeah. and then straight after that, about not even that many years afterwards, we're now in Batman versus Superman, mm. and then okay, and then we're in Batman. So then we're in Justice League, and then he's there again, yeah. and that and now we're talking about and then Suicide Squad again in there, yeah. well, obviously before Justice League. Yeah. And now we're going into another Batman yeah. with um, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And I'm not sure about you, with um, like what they said about Spider-Man, is he getting over-exposed? Is it too much? Like this, we're now seeing how many how many times do we need to see Uncle Ben die? Mm. Which is which is a, which is a thing. Yeah. I really am tired of seeing Batman's parents die. It's getting to a point now where I'm just like, do yeah. it, do it. Get it over with so I can go back to the film. Yeah, but it's we're now going into the Robert Pattinson joke, Batman, sorry. And it's yeah. just, again, I, I'm not sure about you, but I'm, I'm massively excited for it. I can't wait. Uh, do you know what? I think the only aspect of Batman they seem to leave out is that he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah, they um they did that because there was a big criticism of that of in um with uh, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, mm. and that's why in, in um Justice League there was scenes where they tried to bring it back. Mm. I don't know why they don't. But they don't. They don't seem to really want to do both, do they? They don't want to have him yeah, the best I... detective and the world's greatest detective and the crime fighting vigilante. They just want to seem to have. Even though the Dark Knight one, technically he he had that, but it wasn't necessarily him being a detective. It was more Lucius building him a lot of equipment to yeah. find things, like the um, sonar. Yeah, that's not detective work. That's just yeah. hacking everyone's phone. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know if you can. So it's like a bit. They they don't ever seem to be able to find this 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 middle ground this for balance. it. Which I don't I don't know why because if they sort of if they draw from even the games because you mm. know the Arkham series. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. You know, it is a lot, a lot of detective work that's involved yeah. in 
Yeah. No, I, the, the only thing I can imagine is they want to try and keep it down to a certain amount of time and then to add all that stuff in, you have to add in a lot of time. Yeah. So like for a TV show like or something like that, I think they could throw it in massively, yeah. which would literally be in like every episode. There'd be loads to, to it. Yeah. But then to try and keep it in a film and keep it down, I think they just, they just mm. they stick away from well, it. Well, I mean, I did hear that they may have incorporated some of that stuff in the Robin Pet. I, I'd imagine so because he's playing. It's, a, it's like a, it's like a year. Yeah, like a year one Batman. Yeah, he's, yeah, it's, it's him becoming Batman, yeah, I believe. Yeah, which, which, funny enough, I we've, I don't think we've had that as it. I know we had it in Batman Begins, and that's yeah. that was the whole main premise of it. Yeah, but like, I'm hoping it will be something a bit different to that, and I'm hoping it will be because he's now younger in this yeah. one. Um, obviously, Batman Begins, he was he was going to fight, and he was doing me go through his whole life. Yeah. I'm hoping to go more into more detail about that one. Yeah. So. We'll have to see. Um, yeah. I think it comes out, is it next year or 2022? Yes, I believe so. Uh, I think it's 22. Yeah, it's I think it's 22. Meant yeah. to be that next year, but yeah. the world's but, ending, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. No filming at the moment. No. Yeah. Well, some things are starting up again, yeah, aren't they? But... Yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, fun facts and Easter eggs about these mm. films as well. Uh, so, just for example... It is set in Chicago, mm. and uh, a lot of these films they tend to just go for you know New York and. I thought I thought it was New York. Yeah, no, this mm. one this one's set in Chicago, and um, so fun fact about the uh, the school bus at the start mm. of the bank heist. So it's uh, given a fake Gotham plate, mm. right? But it's styled in the Chicago plate because okay. obviously. When they're going past, uh, the, the other cars are going to have the Chicago plates, aren't mm. they? So for you, the keen-eyed viewers, mm. it's uh, yeah, it's okay. a little fun, fun fact. I didn't know that. Um, I got I got loads of these. Tell but, me, Sam. <laughs> so, uh, so you know the bit where he's protecting someone, mm. but he's not Batman. He's in his Lamborghini. Yeah. Right. So the car he's driving is a Lamborghini Murcielago. Mm. Right. Now that is Italian for bat. Really? So, yeah. Is all these? Uh, little, that's, yeah, that's yeah, um, all these. That's, little, that's fun. You gotta yeah. enjoy that. Um, the the bit at the beginning with the bank heist where Joker reveals himself. Right. This is this is a good one to go into because it sort of goes it leads into something else. Right. So, uh, the bit where he sticks like the grenade in the guy's mouth and he says, "Whatever doesn't make you whatever sorry whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger." stranger. Yeah. So. Uh, in these films, Christopher Nolan said he wanted an original score, mm. right? So he didn't want to just take other songs and then just put them into films like what a lot of films do. Mm. Um, so at that moment, it's a sharp D, right? And then when he reveals himself, it changes into C. So, okay. you know, DC. Mm. Um, yeah, that's just another sort of useless fact but it's, it's, it's an interesting thing it's all fun it just shows yeah. how much detail and work went into making this film yeah. again I know I know all films will go put work and detail into it but it just shows just little things like that for people afterwards and to go oh did you know this or did you know that again yeah. for the easter eggs because um, I know that now easter eggs are just a dime a dozen you watch yeah. any film and it, yeah. or get play any game and it's oh look at this look at this look yeah. at the easter eggs yeah. like but for back then to do something like that, and again these tiny, tiny things that you're never that you're never going to find unless you really, really look into it. Yeah. So yeah, that's I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Another thing. Uh, so you know you've got the Joker, 
uh, he's obviously off a playing card. Yeah. There are a lot of card references in it as well. Mm. Um, so there's a bit where he set the Joker says uh, the ace in the hole. Um, I'm not sure if that's the bit where he's hanging upside down. I can't remember exactly. Um, mm. You know the bit where Batman catches him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he says I had another ace in the hole, mm. and it's to do with Harvey. Dent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's obviously a card mm. reference, um, and also what I enjoy about the film is that there's a lot of psychology involved in this film. Um, something we were talking about. Uh, before we started uh, recording was how they use a term called game theory mm-hmm. and uh, it's used throughout the film in certain different scenes so you've got the first bank heist at the start it's uh, based off a uh, sorry it's based off something called the pirate game mm. whereby uh, the pirates will scheme together to kill one of the other pirates so then the bounty is shared mm. more evenly with whoever's left. And what you found is that the Joker played all these people to kill each other. Yeah. So by the end, he was the one that had all the money. Um, and yeah, there's a, there's a lot of other different examples of this yeah. throughout the film. Yeah, you say playing against each other and um, the scene where he goes and kills the um, the mob boss. The um... buyers of commissioner gordon batman and then harvey dent mm-hmm. and the aim is to turn one of them against the other two yep so um and by the end of the film he manages to do that because the person he turns against them is harvey, harvey dent, dent. Yep. yeah and uh yeah and there's just so many examples of the the psychology they use um to explain the behavioral patterns of humans so you've got a bit where you've got the two boats and you've got the two explosive devices and it's sort of he's what he's trying to do is show the psychology of people mm. and what you find in that scene is that the people who are considered the animals which are the prisoners right they're the first one to get rid of yeah. their device and then you know, leave it up to mm. the so-called civilized people, mm-hmm. right? And they're the they're the ones that who are talking about killing the other mm-hmm. people, right? And it isn't till they sort of get that moral sort of mm-hmm. judgment within them that they last second they decide not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of it's it's just giving you that sort of parallel of society mm-hmm. that you know. We everyone does have their good and their bad side. It's just how far you're willing to go. With yeah. yeah, that's it. And that, again, you say that we said about earlier in the, earlier on in the podcast. Um, that's what Batman. He was trying to get out of Batman. It's like he knew where Batman would not go, and he was desperately. His whole motivation was to get Batman to go there. Mm. He's literally saying when he's shooting the shotgun at him when he, after the um truck scene. Yeah, kill and, me. Yeah, yeah, kill me. Just hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Yeah. And because that's what he wanted, and then Batman can't. Yeah. And he's um. He knows, as you said, he knew he had to choose. He had to turn one of the three, probably more just um, the two, because obviously Jim, I don't think, was really, not until he comes to Commissioner Gordon in the third film, he's only Lieutenant Gordon. But he, um, he to either turn hard, the, the Dark Knight or the White Knight. So which one can he make the bad guy? Which one he can he do? And then in the end of the film, he got he got his wish because he, um, really, real, in real life, or in the, um, the fact of it is, he turned Harvey 
but in the um, lie, yeah. he turned Batman. Yeah. So either way, he won. Yeah. And he, um, as you said, he had another ace in the hole. He didn't get to turn the people against yeah. each other that way. Yeah. But he knew once that story came out, it was going to, um, it was going to turn everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So he got very, um, he, his plan worked. We said earlier, it, yeah. it worked. Yeah. The Joker That's success, it. he was successful. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what was your favourite bits of the film then? Um, my favourite scenes of that film. Probably, do you know what? Anything with Michael Caine's always fantastic. Mm. Him guy doing his speeches and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think when it comes to the quotable lines, mm. he's he's major, got a lot. Yeah, of he's a major contribution to that. Yeah. Because he's got the bit about he's saying the story about how uh, you had what was it the the um they were they were trying to they were giving jewels to um yeah. warlords and then the yeah. bandit kept on taking them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we just kept and we found a kid playing with a ruby the size of a golf ball. Yeah. Or it's like, and we find that he was just chucking them away. Yeah. Some men just want to see it's the world well burn. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, I, I love everything that he did. Obviously, um, I'm, I'm a massive guy. Do you know what? I'm, maybe it's, um, it's, it's, it's British pride, but I'm always happy when I see English um, um, British actors do really do well. well so yeah. it's like Gary Oldman, um, yeah. Christian Bale, yeah. Michael Caine, all these yeah. guys. And you're like, come yeah. on. Yeah, 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 exactly. A major... Major Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah, and the the main guys of the cast mm. are all British. Yeah. Yep, and even yeah. if you go into the third film, um, all four main exactly. characters are all are all, are all British actors. Yeah. So I I did enjoy that. That's um, yeah. but that's just more on my, my little person. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, we're taking good. over Hollywood. Yeah, there's and nothing then, wrong with that. But then you look at all the other superhero films. It's like, no, we actually are taking over yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're ours now. <laughs> it's, it's either. It's either us or the Australians, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much. It really actually is. Yeah. Or it's just yeah, it's just Tom Hardy just in absolutely every kind of superhero film we can get his hands on. Yeah, yeah. Like he's been in, a man's been in now, he's been in Batman, he's yeah. been in um, uh, Venom, yeah. and he was also meant to play, um, was it Captain Boomerang in Suicide Squad? Yes, he was. And yeah. the only reason why he didn't get it, because, um, and this is actually why another reason why Mad Max 2 isn't happening because like, it did really well oh, right. because it um it kicked off like well between them all in the end because he had to come back and refilm a load of it and he was like no I'm done I don't want oh, to do this no more really? yeah oh. so he didn't sign up for a second one oh, but um, yeah, he was originally meant to play Captain Boomerang yeah. so that would have been very interesting to see all these different films yeah because uh, one of the main things about the criticisms I have about um, Suicide Squad mm. is that it became the, it became basically the Deadshot film. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I mean, all right, okay, you could probably share that between Harley Quinn and Deadshot. Out of the two of them, yeah, it was it was their film. But, but it was, yeah, it was literally like mm. Deadshot and Harley They should have oh. just called it Deadshot and Harley Yeah, Quinn. the rest of them really, I, I honestly could not, I said Captain Boomerang there, but you saw my face, it was like, Captain Boomerang, am yeah. I getting that right? Yeah. Like, and um, to me, there was, there was a lot of stuff wrong with, um, with that yeah. film. It yeah. was... One of the main fundamental flaws of it, in my opinion, was having magic as your suit as your villain. Yeah. You don't have magic as your villain. It it you it takes so much work and so much creative like to be so yeah. to, to be that creative yeah, to make yeah. it work. I like, think and, yeah, I think you you probably need a lot more development. Yeah, if you're gonna go that. Route. And the whole, I understand why they did it because obviously they want to um the whole point is what if Superman turns but turns yeah, evil? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they now need a team to fight Superman. Yeah. Okay, well, we can't have them going against a Joker because it's it's a yeah. But then you do you. It doesn't matter. You can have that situation, and then it can yeah, progress. I, yeah, I get why because they needed someone uh, on yeah. not even on level. Because Superman would have. But that, that's yeah. to me. That's another point. And again, this is always they talk about this with the Avengers films. It's like 
because every other, every single film will yeah. be, and by single I mean um like individual actors. Yeah. It will be oh no, like for example, Iron Man freeze after the Avengers, yeah, and his whole house is being he's, he's being attacked by terrorists. This is your yeah. friend. Yeah. Where's I understand maybe not Thor because he's he's on off well, but where's yeah. Captain America? Yeah, 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 like yeah. where's Hulk? Like where's all these guys? Like you yeah. could where where are they? Why are they not helping him? Yeah, yeah. And it's like because they they call it Avengers level threat. Don't yeah. They? yeah, and then that I, I do like how they explain that in um in Spider Man the newest um, newest one yeah. where um he said you know Mysterio's on the phone to um uh, who he believes is Fury obviously it's the yeah. Um, double yeah and it's um oh yeah no they're not coming it's cool we can go so like it just that kind of thing so you watch Suicide Squad it's like where's Superman Superman's around at this time is yeah, he's not yeah. Yeah. like the world's being destroyed yeah, yeah literally yeah. this is a and it's not even far, he's literally we've just been told yeah. from the last film. That yeah. uh, Gotham's on one side of the water, yeah. like, like the Thames, for example, like yeah. North and East or whatever. It's um, yeah. one side of the Thames to the other. Like yeah. he could easily, from and he saves the world. The it's, well, yeah. You're telling me that Superman was just like, nah, this ain't me. I'm gonna yeah. leave it to them guys. Like, yeah. He didn't know who these guys are. It's a secret organization. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Um, again, we've done it again. We've gone well off topic. <laughs> Super Squad just sucked. It was. Um, I had so much hype when that when I heard when um Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody come out and, um yeah, yeah, to yeah. that opening credits. Like, oh, this is gonna be like it came out because they redid it, didn't they? Because of yeah. Deadpool. They were like, okay, we need to like make it a bit more fun and jokey because all the jokes of it were in the trailer. Yeah. So, you do, yeah, man. Yeah, you sort of lord, you it's, uh, lord yeah. But it, it was just um, a very just boring, to be honest. Yeah. It could have been a better film. Yeah. But back to the actual that Dark Knight. And through this podcast, all people are going to hear is us going, but back to the Dark Knight. Because <laughs> yeah. even though it's one of them, it's such a fantastic film. Because, as we said earlier on in it, it was um, a it, film that seemed to it really st- I don't think it stuck because obviously uh, Avengers it, it, yeah. Avengers came at the same time so I came at the same oh, time yeah. so it was already happening but yeah. I do believe it's even if spot. yeah even yeah. if it was um, Batman Begins could have been the film that was like do you know what this could be yeah. something to do yeah. and because because we had now seen even if we had seen these films we had seen um, I we, we sorry we had seen X-Men and we had seen Spider-Man yeah. and if I can't again, I can't remember what that times the date sorry or years the third films individually came out, but both like you look at the worst super films ever made, and it, the two like top ones will be Spider Man three, mm. X Men three. Yeah. So I imagine it's like, oh, do these franchises work? Will they yeah. actually ever do anything? Yeah. And then so you start. Yeah, can, can we make more than yeah, three films? Yeah. Exactly, and then yeah. you see with Dark Knight comes. Yeah. Sorry, then Batman Begins comes out, does really well. Second one, then oh my god, okay, this is where. And then we can go into Iron Man and we can go further from there. Yeah. So, again, I do believe this film was the turning point of, do you know what, these, as we said it earlier, sorry, we, we can make money. We can make a lot of money out of yeah, these films. So. And, but yeah, it would, um, there, there are criticisms to it. There's always been, but I, I personally can't find any to them because so I say that little nitpick about you, did you need the whole Chinese thing? Yeah. But he was a, he was a, a character in the film. It's not exactly tuned in my opinion, but. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that was just to, just show off some effects. Yeah, and it felt like because, it. Because, uh, so the, the bit where they get snatched up by the mm. plane, uh, apparently that is an actual military yeah, yeah. tactic that well, can be used. I felt like watching the film, it felt like it was off because um, it feels like everyone's just standing around for a couple of seconds waiting. Yeah. And it felt like, I was like, is this meant to be happening? Yeah. But yeah, so they, it was it was very cool to see, but it did just feel like, it felt more just showing off now. Like, look what we can do, look yeah. how cool we are. Yeah. But, it's, it's, it's the dark night so you can do what the hell it wants yeah. it could have had Batman standing for 20 minutes flossing like in um, uh, Shazam well, not yeah. 20 minutes but 20 seconds and it's yeah. like I would have been like oh, it's alright because you've got, you've got Heath Ledger being the Joker so you do what you want to do yeah. as long that's as he's it. not doing it <laughs> yeah that's it so what would you say your favourite scene is then? personally my favourite scene do you know what it's going to be the penthouse when when Batman finally meets 
Joker when they're finally face to face, and he's um because he's got Rachel in his by the net, by the, with the gun, and he fights him there. Purely oh, because it's when oh so oh so the bit where he's saying so the bit where he changes his original story about uh, yeah yeah because yeah because first it was the dad and then yeah. yeah so that's for that whole scene really just because it's um but yeah that that second story I think is just just when he starts laughing he's like do you know what the funny bit is now she does now she can't stand the sight of me it's like yeah. so you can go through this kind of pain and then um just when Batman grabs him and he knows that. Batman has to be smarter now with him. He's not an idiot. Mm. And just when he's like, he's, he's holding her outside the window and he's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, let her go. Poor choice of words. And he drops her. Yeah. It's like, oh, so Batman can't just be Batman. He has to be smart because yeah. you see what happened. He did what he said. Like, yeah, yeah. he dropped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dropped and that's, um, to me, that is, there's there's probably other scenes in it where no, I'd be no, like... I think I think that's a good choice because uh, in terms, just to lead uh, a little bit back from that scene, You've got the bit where he does mention first mm. how he got the scars, yeah, um, and then but you you hear it's from like an abusive father and that sort of stuff. So at this point, you actually do feel sorry for him, but then when he changes the story to another story, you realise that oh, okay, he's not a reliable yeah. narrator. And, and another thing about that as well is we've now had three, three, four Jokers, sorry, yeah. and two of them have told, and the whole thing of the comic books of the Joker is, even though there have been comics because he's been around for so long, yeah. telling us where he has come from, the, yeah. um, the, the, the canon answer to it is that no one knows who the Joker is. Yeah. Yeah. And this film really, really made sure you never knew, yeah. even just getting different stories he's yeah. telling each time, yeah. or to when he's being arrested and Jim Gordon sitting there going like, oh, okay, um, We've, we've checked him, he's got no fingerprints, he's got no no records, nothing. We do not know who he is. Yeah. So I really like that about it, that we did, that the Joker was just anonymous. Who, who was he? He just yeah. came out of nowhere with a card. Yeah. And then no one knew. Yeah. And I, um, it's a shame, obviously, well, to him, while he Ledger's dying, it's a shame in all life. It's, there's no, this is such a small part to it. Yeah. It's a shame that he couldn't have, he wasn't around for The Dark Knight Rises, because that would have yeah. been, even if just for a cameo, because yeah, yeah, it would have been so interesting when um, Bane let out Arkham. What yeah, yeah. would he have done in that scene? Would yeah, you let the Joker out? Like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. that, that's, that's how they explained it, didn't they? Like, yeah. where was the Joker? It's like, well, Bane, Bane's too smart. He knew that that was yeah, that wasn't the right thing to do. To let him out, yeah. Like, he would have been because like the Scarecrow, the Scarecrow's harmless again straight away. The first thing he does is just, I'm a judge now. I'm going to decide if you live or die. That's 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 small time. Yeah. The the um the Scarecrow was always small time. Mm. Um, but then Joker was the first Bane. He's the guy who took over Gotham for a long time, yeah. for, for, for a bit of time, um, scaring everyone yeah. as as a as the, the terrorist of it. Mm. And obviously Bane went bigger with like blowing up the stadium and and destroying the bridge with the nuke. Mm. Yeah, I like the um, I like the um, little answer. But it would have been really good if yeah. if he was in there, if they could have done something with him, because mm. I, I think that would have been um, that would have been a really interesting scene between Bane and Joker. Yeah, definitely. But, but then again, yeah. saying that, just yeah, just even sort of like a. Like a, maybe even like a Silence of the Lambs sort of scene where mm. you've got the Joker behind bars and then Bane sort of interacting mm. with him and then going back and forth, even yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I, I could only think, the only thing that would have gone against it, even just us talking about it, is mm. it was about the suit, the Spider-Man effect. Oh, right, yeah. Like with people with too many villains yeah, and then it's yeah. them too. But I, I would have liked to have seen like a little cameo scene, mm. just a couple of minutes. Even if him just walking past and being, even just Joker saying, do you want to know I've got these scars? And then... Yeah, yeah. Bane's going no, nope. and then yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. walking just past because yeah. like, I think that would have been been a little comic release thing. Obviously, all these films have that, mm. but yeah, that would have been a lot of fun to see. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just to go back to your uh, your scene in the mm. penthouse, 
there's actually a sort of it it re-emphasizes the duality of between uh batman bruce wayne and uh the joker yeah so when bruce wayne enters the party at first he actually says the exact same thing that the joker says mm. he says where's harvey dent or he says where's harvey or mm. whatever okay right? and then he sort of does his little speech how saying you know he's the the white knight of gotham mm. he's you know the the future in terms mm. of uh the you know the crime and the, all that sort of stuff you know it's tackling the crime and then when the joker enters joker enters the party he says where's harvey where's yeah. harvey dent Okay, I guess it just shows that they are so similar. And again, because they both come in really extravagant ways, yeah. really over the top yeah. with um with, with other people. And they're not alone. Obviously, he walks in with um two women, I believe it is. And uh, he walks three. in with three women. And yeah. then, then he walks in with like three, three four or um, henchmen. But henchmen, it's the yeah. same kind of thing showing that Batman and Bruce Wayne and the Joker are so similar. And that, as you said, they are the two sides of a coin. They, mm. One's just a bit darker than the other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was... um Okay. It's been we've been chatting about this now for over an hour and a half, <laughs> and so I think that'll be a, a really good point to um to cut it off. And, and have you got any anything else on it that you that you think? Oh the, no, I think the world needs to. Yeah, I think um yeah, I think we've covered pretty much. Yeah, yeah, literally. Say, yeah. My... I mean, you know, we could delve into it more, but <laughs> I feel like we sort of. Yeah, we've yeah we've, we've covered the main points of the film. We've gone into a lot of detail about a lot of different stuff around the Batman lore and what why this film was so important. Yeah. But yeah, literally compared to my other two, like this is a, right now it's an hour and a half podcast. So yeah. I had the three Lord of the Ring films down in um in under in under forty minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. I think okay. that tells you like how um yeah. well how much there was to say about how this film how good it was. Joe Rogan might have to eat his heart. <laughs> we, might, we might do three hours at this point. Oh God! Oh, well, maybe, maybe next time. Maybe yeah. we'll, we'll have to um, save it for the next one. Yeah. But anyway, Stephen, thank you very much for coming on. My pleasure. I hope you've had a good time. Yeah, it's been. It's, do you know what? It's really nice to geek out with someone about yeah. films because it's hard to find people to talk about films. Yeah. On this level, but that that's that's funny enough why I've started this podcast because um, as I said, my, our our friend Oscar. I was just talking to him about so many films and every time we go to cinema I'll talk about it he's like please Chris just start a podcast I don't want to hear it no more yeah. tell people tell, tell other people they have to learn they can, they can choose to listen to you not appalls you yeah. like, I can't do that so yeah start a podcast you haven't got to hear it so yeah it has been a lot of fun and this is this is yeah, it is one of the best superhero films I say but I wouldn't even class it superhero it's just yeah. one of the best films for what yeah. it does yeah and then um the acting of, of Heath Ledger just is second to none yeah. and as I said there will be every time an actor's now in a film where they're not sure if he's the right choice they will always say it's like Heath Ledger he is always the argument the, no you shouldn't yeah, do that think of him yeah he's the benchmark exactly yeah. and he always will be but anyway thank you very much Stephen please if you liked it give it a subscribe share it with your friends tell everyone about it thank <laughs> you have a great day goodbye <laughs>